and welcome to my life. So for the first episode, I wanted to just share a little bit about myself and sort of the reasons why I created this podcast. So I wanted to make this podcast because I kind of want like a diary recording my progress of like getting better and sort of healing myself in a way or my healing process, I guess. Um, And I also wanted to, I don't know, say one day I get out of my own way and stop being scared. Maybe I'll share this with other people and maybe somehow other people will just find this by accident and maybe it'll help them. I don't know. But, um, so I guess I'll start with like my deepest, darkest secrets, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, so back in 2015, 2016, um, I basically hit rock bottom. Like, from 2015 to 2017, I literally thought there was just no purpose for me being here. I thought I was worthless. I thought I was useless. I thought I was a waste of space. I thought I was taking up air that other people could be breathing. Like, anything low and negative that I could think about myself, I did. I was extremely depressed. Like, talking about not wanting to shower, not wanting to eat, not wanting to go outside, not wanting to do homework, not wanting to go to school, not wanting to see people, but I was a master at pretending, so nobody knew anything that was going on because I would always act like everything was fine around everyone, around my friends, my family, but it was exhausting, like, I I was still getting good grades in school, but I wasn't sleeping. I couldn't sleep and I couldn't eat. I would either not sleep or sleep too much, and there was no in-between. I just would look at myself in the mirror, and I couldn't even stand the way I looked, or I couldn't stand myself. I just hated myself so much. Um, At the time, I had a best friend who me and her fell off pretty bad, and that brought up so many, like, issues that I didn't know I had or issues that I had suppressed and like pushed to the side from my childhood like I thought I was unworthy of anyone being in my life because my dad left when I was little and then my mom left um to come to America but then she went back for me but like at the time I thought like she went back to bring me here to live with her but at the time I thought my dad left because he didn't care about me but I kind of never felt or let myself feel the effects of that because I always had my mom and my family around me and that was enough for me um but then when my mom left I was like wow nobody cares about me nobody wants me in their life nobody loves me I'm unlovable nobody just wants to be here with me everybody just ends up leaving me and I carry that with me my whole life without knowing or without being aware of it like I when my best friend like I would remember I would always try extra hard to to get people to stay in my life just because I didn't want them to leave I didn't want to feel like people didn't love me or care about me enough to stay in my life so I would try extra hard to stay for people to stay I would be a people pleaser and never say no to anyone and never just 
do anything that would make anybody mad so they so they would leave and this caused me to stay in a relationship that I wasn't happy in just because of the fear of being alone and the fear of like oh like like I don't know I just was in my own way and I wouldn't let myself think that I was enough not even for myself I didn't think I was enough not even for myself um but back to the friend thing, when she left, I was like, great, another person's leaving me. And then it brought up so many feelings of, like, the abandonment issues that I had. Um, it brought all of that to the surface. Like, it was just a horrible time. And then when me and her fell off, she was just going, like, just saying so many things about me, just talking bad about me when it was like, I never did anything to you. I was never a bad person to you. All the secrets you told me, I still, I will die with all of them. because. You told that to me when we were good. Just because we're not friends anymore doesn't mean I'm going to go share everything with other people. Um, but that was, I was just feeling down about myself. And every bad thing that she would say to me or about me, I took it in and I saw that as the truth. I saw that as, no, that's what it is. This is who I am. I'm worthless. I'm unworthy of anything. I'm just useless and a waste of space. Um, and then at that time, it just felt like things were happening one on top of the other. Like, I just could not get a break. Like, she left, like, me and her fell off and stopped being friends. And then my grandmother died. And this broke me. I love this woman more than, she was a part of me. She still is a part of me. I, it was, it was the first time I had lost anyone that meant so much to me it was the first time that I experienced a loss of like a person and it was like a part of me died with her it was like and I found out in the worst way possible like we knew she was sick she had Alzheimer's and she wasn't doing too good for a couple years now and everyone knew it was coming we just didn't know yeah like I don't know like we were everyone in the family was expecting it but we weren't like ready for it I don't think you could ever be ready for anything like that but um so I was at I'm not gonna say okay whatever I was at a track meet and then as I was leaving with one of my friends somebody calls me and tells me she died and I and I was like just blurted it out and then hung up the phone and went on with their day and I was like literally on the floor crying, bawling my eyes out in the middle of the parking lot because I, it was like my whole world fell apart. I was lost, confused, angry. But yeah, I was like lost, confused, angry. I didn't know what to do or how to feel or just how to handle it. And I was just like, well, that's it. Nothing good will ever happen to me. Everything that I love keeps getting taken away. I don't deserve anything. It it just confirmed everything that I was feeling and made me sink even deeper with all of that. And then two or three days later, my dog dies. <laughs> my dog gets run over by a car and dies. And I was just like, like, I'm always going to keep losing people. Everyone that I love is going to die. No, like, I just thought, that's it, like, my life will never get better, and then, um, this whole time, I was going through a shitty relationship 
where I, it was, it was just a horrible, horrible situation for me to be in, and maybe I'll just make another episode about that another time, but I was going through a horrible relationship that just made me feel so much worse, and I was trying so hard to, like, hold on to it, because it was the only, like, in my head, I thought, no, like, he cares about me, so let me just stay, because in a selfish way, it was like, I just wanted to feel loved, even though it wasn't the type of love that I deserved, um, and then after that, I, I had gotten a car that my stepbrother gave to me for free, and he was paying for the insurance and everything, I also didn't feel like I deserved that car, and I always felt, I, from the second he gave me that car, I was like, it's gonna get taken away from me, this is too good to be true, because, again, I thought I didn't deserve anything, so I always felt like, this is, I'm not gonna have this car for long, because something's gonna happen that's gonna get this car taken away from me, and guess what, I got in a car accident, where my ex-boyfriend was driving, and the car was taken away from me, I, the car was totaled, it was total loss, gone, forever, forgotten, and I was like, see, I knew it, I don't deserve anything, anything good that comes to me is gonna be destroyed, it's gonna be ruined, it's gonna leave my life again, because I don't deserve it, and because of that car accident, everything got worse, like, I got severe PTSD from it, and I didn't know it was PTSD because I thought, oh, only people that go to war get PTSD, um, I had severe PTSD, and my anxiety got so bad to the point where I couldn't be in the passenger seat of a car without closing my eyes, cupping my ears, and just moving the seat all the way back, because if I saw or heard anything, like, if I saw a car coming at me, it was a front, um, front end collision, if that's what you call it, like, head-to-head collision, so I saw the car coming, but, um, anytime I was driving passenger, on the passenger seat of any car with anyone driving, I would feel like, any car that came to me was going to hit us and we were going to die and we were going to get in an accident we were going to die. If I heard any cars turning, that was it. I thought I was going to die. Um, I'd be in my house not being able to sleep because I'd be like, something's going to happen at any moment and I need to be ready because I'm going to die. <laughs> like, I was just so scared of every little thing. And I just felt like everyone was looking at me, everyone was talking about me, everyone hated me, because I hated myself, so I projected that onto everyone that I saw and everything that happened in my life, um, so I ended up trying to take my own life, which is a place I never want to be in again, and it's something that I don't want, I'm so glad I'm here, I'm so happy that I'm alive, but at the time, I attempted to take my own life twice, Um, the last time that it happened is when I asked for help. I went to my physician and I told him everything that was going on. I broke down in front of him and he, um, brought in a social worker and then I was speaking to her and then she referred me to a therapist and then she also referred me, um, to a day program at a mental hospital where it was like, I guess like partial hospitalization or something. I don't know, but I would go there from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. every day for a week or two weeks, I can't remember, um, and that saved my life, 
like I'm not even trying to be dramatic, but that program saved my life completely. Um, I remember when I went there is when they told me, oh, these feelings you're experiencing about the car accident and everything, that's PTSD. These and and she, like there was a therapist there, the first lady I spoke to, and she was like. She was basically, like, telling me everything that I was telling her, but when it came from her mouth, I was like, wow, that's crazy. Like, that's really how I feel about myself. But, like, when I was saying it to my, it, it just didn't seem as serious or as, like, bad when I was saying those and thinking those of myself and saying it to myself. Um, in that program, they helped me so much with just healing. It was group therapy, so just hearing other people's stories or just telling my story and having other people like other girls my age just like be so compassionate and, and just give me so much grace and just listening to me having people listen to me and tell me you're not worthless you're not useless you're not a waste of space you matter you're here for a reason you're alive people love you have people that love you it just kind of like they helped me shift my mentality and shift my view of myself i wasn't totally cured by any means but i was way better than i was before um they helped me cope with everything they helped me understand what i was going through and how to work towards fixing it or how to work towards making myself feel better. Um, and I will forever be grateful to those people. I, I basically owe them my life because of what they did for me. Um, but yeah, that's when they also had to tell my mom that I attempted suicide and that was the scariest moment, scariest, most embarrassing, just any, it was just a wave of emotions because I didn't even tell my mom I was depressed. I didn't tell my mom anything. I tried to hide it from her and shut her out just because, I don't know, I didn't want anyone to see me like that. I just, I just didn't want to let anyone in. So when I told her that, she was, she was just, I don't know, it also like brought us closer in a way because she was there for me and she helped me a, a lot through a lot of things. Um, but yeah, it was just a horrible, 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 horrible time of my life, and I'm so glad I'm not that person anymore. I'm so glad I'm, I don't feel like that anymore, and I'm so glad I don't hate myself, and I'm so glad that I just don't feel that way about myself anymore, um, but yeah, so, um, that was my rock bottom, <laughs> um, I'm, like I said before, I'm so glad I'm alive. I don't want to die. I I don't want to end my life anymore. I, I know that everything I go through is temporary. I know that all the hard times are temporary and everything passes. The good times, the hard times, they're all temporary. Nothing is here to last forever. And so I try to give myself grace and be compassionate towards myself and know that if I'm be feeling down and if I'm going through a hard time, it'll pass, but I also know that there's certain things that I can do and have to do to make myself feel better. So I know how to handle certain situations and I know how to deal with certain things now because of everything that I went through. And I feel like not everything that I went through made me stronger. Well, it did, but it was like I made myself stronger. My trauma and my horrible experiences did not do anything good for me, but I made myself stronger. I picked myself back up. I got my, I crawled out of that hole myself, and 
I'm just so proud of myself and so proud of how far I've come. And I have to remember that more often and not be so hard on myself. Because, yes, there are day, days that I just, I feel useless, but not the way I did before. I just feel like I always need to be productive and I always need to be something doing something. I, I feel like I always have to be accomplishing a goal or I'll get down on myself and feel like I'm not doing anything with my life. And... I have to remember, uh, remind myself that I need to prioritize self-care, I need to prioritize my mental health, I need to prioritize just giving myself time to just be bored and do nothing, because being productive all the time doesn't help, and being productive all the time isn't always productive, because I just burn out so quickly if I go 100, if I'm like going 100, 100% of the time, so... Yeah, um, I don't even know where this is going, I don't know, I don't know, but it felt good to let that out, and it felt good to just, yeah, like, to just open up, I guess, to a microphone, my phone, I don't know, it just, it feels good to just know that I've come so far, and I did that. Yes, I had help. Of course, I had help, and I don't think I could have done it without help, but it just feels good, and it's very empowering to know that I was in the deepest and darkest place of my entire life, and now I'm better. Now I'm okay. I'm not 100% good, and I don't think I'll ever be 100% good, but I'm happy with how I am now. Um... Yeah, I don't know what the next episode will be or what I'll talk about next, but I'm happy with what I just shared, and it feels right, and it feels comfortable in a way. I hope nobody that I know listens to this, because I don't know. Maybe they can, but I don't know. It's just weird, because everything that I've just said and opened up and shared now, literally only two people know about it, and one of them is my mom. Outside from therapists, because obviously they know everything, but outside of therapists, just my mom and one other person know about this, and it just feels weird, like, putting this out for the world to hear, even though the world is not aware of this podcast right now, but yeah, thank you for letting me share, and I, yeah, thank you to myself, because I'm the only one that listens to this podcast, but bye.